The Dallas Mavericks have retired the number 41 jersey of Dirk Nowitzki, their greatest player in franchise history and probably the greatest European player in NBA history. They say Stephen Curry changed how basketball is played, but Nowitzki did similar work years before Curry. Welcome back to CGTN Sports Talk. I am Li Xiang, and I'm glad to be joined by my colleague Matthew here. Hey, hey. Dirk Nowitzki, forever 41. That's what they kept saying at the、uh, jersey retirement ceremony this morning, Beijing time. What's your first impression of Nowitzki? He's tall. Well, he is. He's a seven-footer. <laughs> yeah. No.、Um, first impression, man. Just, just a great all-around player, man. Like、mm-hmm. he, he just, he changed the game of basketball. Yeah. There's no player that I can think of that shot the ball as well as he did at that height. The, yeah, exactly in that size. Because I mean, he, you know, like a set, another seven-footer that was shooting threes at that percentage. No, definitely not. Not even Kevin Durant. No. Yeah. I can't think of anyone. Hmm. When he entered the league, the league was still about giants like Shaq O'Neal, you know, t- trying to tussle with each other under the rim. And Dirk came totally different. He、yeah. could run. He could go fast break. He could shoot outside. That didn't really bring him somewhere nice, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think he ended up in a good place. He did.、Um, He ended up with a good franchise,、mm-hmm. with an owner that's willing to spend. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, that's I can't that can't be underestimated. If you get with a team where an owner doesn't want to spend money,、mm. um, as far as facilities, actually, and staff, yeah, several and names, other players, you know, <laughs>、yeah. it's, it's just things go downhill. So I think he ended up in a good position, and he made the most of it with the talents that he had.、Mm-hmm. Remember、uh, the last time, or before that, we talk about the、uh, loyalty of a player to a team. Yeah, I think we both agreed that loyalty is kind of unfair for a player to a team because he gets paid, he plays the game. It's basically employment. Yeah, and say you spend as athletes probably the best fifteen or twenty years in this club, and then they throw you away. Where's loyalty now? But the relationship between Dirk and the Mavericks couldn't be a perfect, couldn't be more perfect. For example, of A great player to a great franchise, like you mentioned, because Mark Cuban, I heard he's、uh, pretty popular in Dallas.、Mm-hmm. But what makes him such an excellent team owner? I, you know, I don't know the ins and outs, but it seems like all the players enjoy playing for him. He、uh-huh. seems to be、um, involved without being overbearing. Yeah, like Jerry Jones with the Cowboys,、True. or like you know the Knicks owner.、Mm. So he can be there and be a face. But not to the point where you feel like, okay, this guy is just, this is getting out of hand. Like、mm-hmm. you, you have too much control over the organization. Yeah. So you can own the team without necessarily having control. And also, he's shown the ability, like I said, the willingness to spend on facilities、mm-hmm. and things like that.、Um, so I think players really appreciate that. They want to be taken care of. I mean, they're giving their their all to a team organization. I mean, of course, they're being paid, but、yeah. still, you know, they don't want it to be treated like an employee.、Mm-hmm. I remember that、uh, Dirk was willing to take pay cuts several times、uh, in the late stage of his career. Yeah, but Cuban insisted he wants to pay Dirk in a good way. Yeah, it's like, hey, dude, I want only like five million a year, no more than that. And Cuban, <laughs> no man, you're taking a、uh, forty million for two years. No, 
that or no deal. I'm sure Cuban make more money off of that's Dirk true, that's true. <laughs> and yeah. vice versa. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was a good gesture, but I mean, come on. Yeah. But honestly, to the loyalty thing, uh, Dirk played 21 seasons with longest with the Mavericks. History. That's yeah. the longest. So he surpassed Kobe, who played was it 20 with the Lakers? 20, yeah. Um, so obviously he enjoyed his time there enough to want to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't go anywhere else. He didn't yeah. really look to go anywhere else. Were you watching it when Dirk were say uh, in 2006 when his team just lost the finals, wasting a 2-0 lead into against the Heat? Yeah, heat? yeah, I, do. I remember that. Yeah, That's... I was rooting for the Heat. So I, I ah, <laughs> for Dwayne Wade or Shaq. Well, that duo. Oh, yeah. and in the following year, Dirk was the MVP. Mavericks yeah. won sixty-seven games in the league, yep. and were knocked out in the first round. Yes, that's I think the lowest point of his career. That's rough. Yeah, how did he just bounce back at the age of over thirty? Because when he won the championship in two thousand eleven, he's thirty-three. As a big man, they say, "Oh, after thirty, that guy couldn't jump anymore. He couldn't run that fast." Yeah. He's not known for being athletic. No. Yeah. But that's, I mean, I think his game, he's one of those players, his game translated well into the latter stages of his career. Mm-hmm. Because he he already had a jump shot. He did. Right? Yeah. Then he had the long range shot. And he kind of mastered this uh, fadeaway, th- me, not fadeaway three, but fadeaway jumper, mm-hmm. um, turnaround jumper. And at his height, if you're shooting a fadeaway jumper at seven feet tall, it's impossible to it's, block. Yeah, it's pretty much impossible to block because the trajectory of that shot, it, like no one's jumping that high. Okay, mm-hmm. no. Nope. <laughs> so once he had mastered the fadeaway and the turnaround jumper and, and stuff like that, he was never a guy who was really banging bodies, you know, in the paint anyway. Mm-hmm. So as he got older, I think it was fine. It, you know, his numbers slipped a little bit, but he was still able to contribute just because of the style of play and True. his natural abilities. Yeah. Were you still rooting for the Heat in 2011? I don't really have a yeah, team. Between you know the what I mean? Teams. It's just yeah, it's between just... the two teams in the finals. 2011. Yeah, the first year of LeBron in Miami. I was definitely on the Heatles side. Mm-hmm. That but, one because that was like I said, I don't really have a team. There's yeah. just certain teams that I think are more entertaining to watch. True. And the Heat. That was a team that was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. The combo of Dwayne Wade and LeBron James, it was, it was just a fun yeah. thing. So I, I was definitely rooting for the Heat. Mm-hmm. But did you see it coming? Like, what was your prediction for the final score? You know, I thought the Heat were going to win that series. Pretty much 90% yeah. of people thought so. I, I was surprised. I mean, that was a huge legacy-building moment for Dirk Nowitzki, yeah. in my opinion. Because you had this you know, all-star mm-hmm. NBA live looking team where they just had all these great players True. on it. And then he came in later in his career. He beat this younger squad with a bunch of old guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it, I mean, it was amazing. So I, I think that was definitely part of what solidified his legacy. Not that he, you know, he didn't already have a great legacy anyway, but that was an amazing feat on his end. Mm-hmm. After that, would you say that Dirk Nowitzki is the greatest European player in NBA history? At this point, I mm-hmm. mean, he had a great finals. Yeah, uh, twenty six points, nine point seven rebounds per mm-hmm. game. I think at this point, mm, 
I'm going to say yes. He's greater than Giannis Antetokounmpo. And I'm only saying that because Giannis's career is so short Halfway at this point. Halfway only. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'll have to give him more time to develop. Mm -hmm. right? Will he surpass Dirk in the future? Whew, they have such different games, though. Yeah. That's the one thing that's very hard to compare between the two players. Yes, they're both from Europe, we know. But <laughs> their style of play is very totally different. different yeah. I, you know, I think Dirk's style of play is much more of what we would think of as European. Mm -hmm. Because, True. you know, what we play now in the NBA is much more of a European style of basketball if you go back 10, 15 years. That's like, true. Oh, the European style and all this shooting. Sure, and, no, no, no. <laughs> what yeah, is yeah, all yeah. this? You know yeah. what I mean? But so I think Dirk's style of play is what we would always think of. Okay, European style basketball, definitely Dirk. Um, as far as Giannis goes, amazing player. I just he just hasn't had the amount of time, so I can't call him the greatest yet, the greatest mm, European player true. yet. Although I think they share a similar process of career so far. Because yes. when Dirk was an MVP, he lost, and then they say, "Is he the uh, most overestimated MVP in NBA history?" Giannis was back-to-back two-time MVP, and then he lost. Was like, was he, is he the most <laughs> overestimated MVP? And then they both won the championship when maybe at not the lowest, but at a very yeah. low point of their career. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but I think people always... They're always I mean, they're mean always, to, they, peop to yeah. people who just failed after, immediately after success. Yeah, I think that there's always a bit of that. There's always a bit of that. Yeah. People just like to see other people's downfall you know mm -hmm. but it hasn't stopped him so no nope. what's he six leading scorer all time in the nba yeah thirty-one thousand five hundred sixty points mm -hmm. 14 time all-star 12 time all nba finals mvp nba mvp yeah played over 1500 games over fifty-one thousand minutes mm -hmm. over eleven thousand. i mean this guy is just Played a lot. So he's the franchise leader in basically every category. Twenty-one seasons. What yeah. can I say? He's. I mean, yeah. he's. He is the all-time greatest Maverick. Full stop. No question. The only other players to have their jersey um, retired for the Mavericks are Brad Davis, mm -hmm. Rolando Blackman, and Derek Harper. Yeah, but none of them had a title for. No. Yeah. So as far as the Mavericks are concerned, he's the best player to ever wear that uniform um as of right now i'd say he's he's definitely a hall of famer of course i mean that's if he hasn't entered that in you know in the first year he's qualified i'm gonna question yeah everything i mean he's about it. he's a first ballot hall of famer there's you know there's no question about that mm -hmm. so i mean i think he goes down as one of the best ever yeah dirk is a power forward um i believe we both agree that the greatest power forward is team duncan mm. is he the second greatest one Compared with, I'll give you a few options. Charles Barkley, Karl Malone, Kevin Garnett. I can't pick between those, man. No? <laughs> That's tough. Well, it's okay. That's tough. Yeah, because, again, three, like, you know. you know, Dirk's game, compared to all those guys, his game was so much different than every guy you just listed. That's true. Every guy you just listed. His, his style of play, completely different than Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm who was just always banking shots and kind of hanging around the rim. Yeah. You know, it's – I don't know if I can pick out of that. I used to make a comparison of this. I reached a conclusion that he is the 
Wait, yeah, he is the second greatest power forward because uh, he's the only one who has the finals MVP. Oh, okay. And I think his role in the team is bigger than the three because Carmelo has John Stockton. Yeah. KG was literally the king of the Timberwolves, but after he moved to the Celtics, he's one of the big three. Yeah. I mean, he may be more important in some cases than the other two, but he's one of them. Charles' uh, summit is kind of too short. Mm. I mean, he he outshined Michael Jordan in the regular season in 1993, but after that, it's kind of bumpy. Yeah, yeah. that's why uh, my conclusion is that Dirk is the second greatest one. So you put Tim Duncan first. Yeah, always. <laughs> but, I mean, you could make the argument that Tim Duncan had lots of great players around him, though. That's true, but so did Manu Dirk. Ginobili. He had yeah. David Robinson around him. He had mm. Tony Parker. Those, I mean, those are... Three Hall of Famers right there. I yeah, think that's some, true. Someone argued. That's true, but uh, Jason Kidd will be there. Yeah, yeah Jason yeah. Kidd and J.J. Barea. Yeah. And Jason Terry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, did you watch the uh, the ceremony? Oh, I was watching it, yeah. Did you cry? Almost. <laughs> I yeah. held myself back somehow. You can tell the truth. I'm telling the truth. Maybe I'll watch it again. Maybe I can't do that anymore. Uh yeah. Yeah, I watched it. It was it was a pretty good ceremony. Yeah. And I think I'll watch it again when they give Dirk a bigger and better statue. Yeah, you know, I saw that statue mm-hmm. and um I'm sure he'll get one outside of the stadium. Yeah. I, I would he say. deserves one. Um yeah, the statue was interesting. Mm-hmm. Luca is now the ace and the face and everything of the Mavericks now. He's mm-hmm. from Europe, though he came from very different bases between, uh, compared with Dirk. What would it take for Luca to get close or even match Dirk in you know the image or in his record in the Mavericks? Uh, a lot of points mm-hmm. and a ring. One ring is enough? I think he needs at least one ring. Yeah. He, he has to. I mean, in order to to get to Dirk's level, and I don't necessarily think he will because I think the era of players staying on one team for 21 seasons mm-hmm. is gone. Mm. Um, I think Kobe, Dirk, like like that was the last the last era of guys staying with a team like their whole career. Wow, that's that's rough. I think that was it. I don't. I mean, I don't. You know, there's a chance he does, of course, mm-hmm. but with the way that, you know, free agency is set up now, with the way contracts are, with the TV money, with the deals and the, the luxury taxes and all of these things, the chances of a guy staying with one team is just, it's just slim to it's none. It's getting too hard. It's slim to none. Yeah. I mean, there will be some. Yeah. Giannis might stay. In Milwaukee? For his whole career. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Or maybe he'll get to the end and want to go somewhere else. But or Stephen Curry is the closest. Very true. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, the chances that he even stays in Dallas, I think it's more likely that he leaves than he stays. Mm-hmm. Um, if that happened, then he would – I don't think he'd ever surpass Dirk. True. Um, but I definitely think he would need to win a ring in order to to match Dirk's legacy. Hmm. A ring, maybe an MVP, because he was in the discussion several yeah, times. Yeah, And you have to be the finals MVP, because yeah. that's what Dirk did. You got to at least get the team to the finals. Yeah. Along. I mean, <laughs> that's that's tough. I, yeah. I, if he doesn't even get the team to the finals, I don't think he comes close. You know, these are very, very... Dirk set a really high bar. Yeah, especially in one team. Yeah, he mm. set a very high bar. So for anyone to surpass it or match it, they're going to have to have a phenomenal career. Mm-hmm. Despite how great his 
career has been, do you think there's anything that Dirk could have done or should have done, but failed in his career? Not totally, not necessarily because win? of him. <laughs> yeah. Besides win. Well, you know, that's what, yeah, that's or? one thing. Because what I still think maybe will turn things different is in 2004, after they lost to the Kings again in the playoffs, mm-hmm. Mark Cuban decided not to keep Steve Nash, mm. who became the back-to-back MVP of the season. Yeah. If Imagine how things will work out if Nash is still with Dirk. But do you think Dirk had control over that trade though i don't because you said things dirt could have done i mean not necessarily because of him but you know like things that could could have happened differently oh happened differently yeah well yeah i mean it's steve nash but i mean that goes back to guys leaving teams and going Mm -hmm. to you know different western conference organizations that's true so yeah and the other is that it's great that he and jason kidd joined hands in 2008 they won a title together but when Dirk enter, was drafted, actually he was drafted by the Bucks. When mm-hmm. Dirk joined the Mavericks, J- Kid Lee left. Yeah. When they were working together, both were old. What if that Jason Kidd, in his best time, met the young Dirk and you know, great guard and great power forward again? I, I think just yeah. Dirk deserves a better guard. Yeah. For yeah. longer time, it's not like JJ Barea. Well, like what we said on Chinese internet, J.J. Barea, the greatest mountain in Puerto Rico, even LeBron James cannot push him. <laughs> he did defend him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the thing. You, you never know. Um, yeah, it'd be great if he had better guards. But at the same time, if he and Jason Kidd had hooked up earlier, who knows what would happen to the development of either player? You know, you don't That's know. True. Sometimes... No. It's better for players to meet up later in life because they develop certain skills or they know how to work with players better. So when they do get in the same space, they're equipped, mm-hmm. right? If they got together at a different time, if, say, you know, uh, Dwayne Wade and LeBron had played together at a different time in a different place, maybe it wouldn't work as well as it did with the Heat. True. You know, you just it's, it's very hard to tell. Mm-hmm. But you're right about him needing, you know, better guys around him during yeah. his career. And maybe that was in maybe that was an ownership issue. Mm-hmm. You know that was that's true. Um, last question, actually, I it just came to me that when we are talking about the greatest European player, we miss someone, the reigning MVP, Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic. Yeah. You see, who will surpass Dirk first, him or Giannis or Luca? I'm gonna go with Giannis. Giannis, because he already had a title. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think Giannis before Jokic. Mm-hmm. That's assuming Jokic. I don't think this season. No, uh, yeah, no, title no, not at this all. season. I, I mean, I, it's. I will put all my money on Giannis. Giannis coming close to having the title of best European player in the NBA mm-hmm. um, before the other two. Yeah, I couldn't argue with that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely before the other two. Mm-hmm. And I thank so much for today. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, we'll be hearing from you guys very soon next week. See ya. Peace.